Warning, warning, warning. Inside the Mind of Sex explores frank and explicit discussions about human sexuality. The subject matter on this podcast may contain adult themes, explicit language, and graphic descriptions of sexual acts that is not suitable for all listeners. It is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Inside the Mind of Sex, the podcast that takes you on a journey into the wild and wonderful world of human sexuality. Our candid conversations with women from all walks of life will challenge your assumptions and expand your understanding of what it means to be sexual in today's world. From taboo to titillating, we'll delve deep into the mysteries of human desire, uncovering the secrets that lie within the mind of every sexual being. Real talk, real experiences, and sharing real stories that will make you laugh, blush, and maybe even inspire you to try something new. So buckle up and get ready to discover the fascinating, sometimes funny, always intriguing world of sex with Inside the Mind of Sex. Let's get started. Hey, 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 everyone. It's Dr. T, and welcome to Inside the Mind of Sex. Tonight, we are joined by a curvy, a beautiful, a voluptuous, quite beautiful, I would actually say stunning. Uh, she goes by Nurse Loves to Squirt. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thanks for having me. So unlike a lot of ladies that come on here, you're actually an entertainer on the internet. Where can we see you at? Um, I post uh, pretty much daily on FetLife, and also I have a fansly under the same name, Nurse Loves to Squirt. And that's L-U-V-S, right? Yes, and it's the number two S-Q-R-T. Tonight, I would like to talk about, does your vocation, is your vocation a, I guess, would be a precursor or a tell that you might be in the kink lifestyle? So here's, here's where, I, where I came up with this theory. I've been around the kink lifestyle for probably 15 or 20 years now, and mm-hmm. I've noticed vocations that keep coming up over and over and over again, and one such vocation is nurse. <laughs> or healthcare worker. Yeah, that's very common. Do you do you think that people that are in healthcare are drawn to it or what do you think the correlation is there? Um a lot of it I think um it probably applies to healthcare in general but um the personality type of a lot of nurses I would say is a masochist in general. Um, just, you know, the way that we work ourselves and, uh, like work ethic, things like that. Um, but I think for me personally, getting into kink has been, uh, kind of like a decompressive type of, uh, mechanism for me. Um, just because of, you know, the things that I see and deal with at work and it's just a really high stress level, like any job, but. For some reason, I think the more like human interaction that we have pushes us into kink. And I just, it's, I find it's very common. So that's just my theory. <laughs> I have met a lot of, I don't know if prom- promiscuous is the right word, but very sexually <laughs> outgoing women that have been nurses. And actually, I, I, what I've also found is teachers. Is there any other vocations that you've ran into over the years that that really 
that 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 sparks that thought for you as well? Um, I'm trying to think like who I've interacted more with. Um, I think a lot of engineer types mm-hmm. I've run into a lot. Um, anybody who has like a a, a like a large uh, portion of like critical thinking on their job, thinking on your feet, just like the high stress again. I don't really know uh, what that is, but I think kinks becoming like more mainstream and more accepted now. So I think people are just maybe being more open about it. You are a nurse, correct? Or you work in healthcare? I'm a nurse. Yeah. Do you have nurse friends that are kinky or promiscuous or dirty girls or whatever you want to call them? (laughs) Um, A few, a lot of, I think a lot of the nurses that I know, um, it's not really like something that we discuss at work. Um, but good friends of mine that are nurses, they seem to be kind of into the same type of lifestyle that I'm into. Not always to the same extent, um, but definitely on like the farther end of that spectrum of kink versus vanilla. So. It's a personality type, do you think? Or is it a coincidence? Or is it... Am I just meeting all the best nurses? You know, (laughs) I don't think there's that big of a portion of nurses that are into kink as people think. I think we're just um, like really vocal about it. And yeah, I don't know. And I think there's always like that underlying nurse fantasy for some guys. Um, So maybe they like, it might be a little bit of projection onto nurses maybe. Um, but I think the personality type definitely has to do with it. I would say like, I'm, I'm like very type a, um, and again, masochist, um, you know, that kind of personality. So the decompression for me is just like a sexual release or like a catharsis. Sometimes that's a huge thing for me with kink, especially with like, uh, spanking or any time type of like, uh, impact play. It's a huge catharsis for me (laughs) for things that I can't otherwise like, you know, get out verbally maybe, or come to terms with from work. When was the first time that you actually realized that this was going on or it was, or at least it was something that you noticed? Uh, I think I was like my late twenties. Um, I had met a guy on Tinder. He was like an older guy, maybe like 25 years older than me. And he just had a spanking fetish and he wanted to come over and spank me basically. And, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't think the thought had ever really occurred to me um, that I might like, like spanking, but I tried it and I really enjoyed it. Um, and I didn't join FetLife until like a few years later, but it just kind of kicked it into overdrive, I think. And especially like when I hit my thirties, um, my sex drive just like <laughs> tripled. So between that and like joining the FET community, um, it was just like the perfect store <laughs> for me to become <laughs> Nurse Loves the Squirt. <laughs> so your name is Nurse Loves the Squirt. Is that, mm-hmm. does that mean you're really into squirt guns or what, what is nurse that loves the squirt? Um, 
yeah, I, I figured out that I could squirt like a few years ago um, with this guy. I had never even known that I could do it or tried to do it, really knew anything about it. Um, and yeah, I really, I enjoy it. And uh, initially I had my real name in my FET profile name, but then as I started to get more followers, it was like, you know, maybe I should be a little more uh, discreet maybe. So I picked that because it's one of the things I like to do. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been like nurse loves to suck cock. <laughs> it would have been my second choice, I guess. But that's that's just your given last name, right? Loves to suck cock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, 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 German, I think. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Can you tell me? I'd like to get to know you a little more and get to know a little more detail about you. Are you, are you okay with that? Sure. Can you tell me your age? Um, thirty-eight. And your race? Um, Caucasian, non-Latina. And your marital status? I'm single. Um, I have like a primary partner um, that we're open, um, but single. What is your sexuality? I am completely straight. (laughs) I've tried uh, a few, like I've dabbled here and there with women like in college but it just doesn't really appeal to me so i'm straight would you consider yourself a sexual person definitely yeah on a scale of one to ten how would you rate your sexuality like a 30 maybe on most days Uh, some of the pics that i've seen i will have to agree that it does smack of a 30 um (laughs) definitely sexual According to you, what is the sexiest part of your body? I think my eyes. Um, I make a lot of use of like strong eye contact when I'm, you know, like giving blowjobs. And I love that intensity of eye contact. And I mean, I get a lot of compliments on my eyes because, you know, they're usually green or hazel, you know, depending on light, what I'm wearing, et cetera. Um, But I think that some of those, like, some features are overlooked because, you know, I have other things that stand out when you first meet me. But in my opinion, I think the eyes are more expressive. And so that's what I would say. What is a big turn on for you? Um, intelligence. Um somebody that makes me laugh, like somebody I could feel comfortable with. Um, but as far as like a so-called, you know, more anonymous encounter where we're not having so much interaction. Um, I like a lot of like edging foreplay, um, light touching nipple play. That's like a huge turn on for me. What turns you off? Um, bad hygiene. <laughs> definitely turns me off immediately and is almost like unfixable. <laughs> like I can't, I can't get past that in my head. So. Do you have a favorite pet name that you like to be called? Good girl. <laughs> I love to be called a good girl. <laughs> Are you a good girl? Most of the time. Yeah. 
in the context of, um, you know, being on more on the submissive side usually. And just, I really get an intense pleasure from giving pleasure to a partner or, you know, whoever I'm with. So, yeah, I like to be a good girl. <laughs> Have you ever had anyone chase after you because you were a nurse? Chase after me. Like sexually, like, like wanted you or, you know, like went yeah. out of their way to get you. Yeah. Um, I do get a lot of, uh, a lot of attention for that. I would say, but not, I mean, not primarily, but most guys I think still have that underlying fantasy of, of a nurse. So, cause they don't see us at work, <laughs> you know, have you ever fucked a nurse? I know you said you're straight. I know there's there's male nurses, obviously. Well, male nurses, yeah. I fucked a couple of male nurses, yeah. How is a male nurse in bed? I've always wondered. Um, on the better side, I would say maybe a little more uninhibited. Um, and also, I think we click a little better because we kind of commiserate about the career. There's like a common ground, I, I would say. So the sex is usually better. I mean, not better than everyone else, but like for me personally, a connection like that makes it a little, it makes me feel a little more free to be uninhibited. Are doctors really assholes? <laughs> I don't want to piss off the entire medical community, but a good number of them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm yeah. sure, you know, with every profession, there's nice guys and there's, there's people who are not nice. And I've heard, pray to, I've heard rumors of doctors who, you know, get God complexes and talk down everybody and treat everybody like trash. So I was just wondering if that was a true stereotype or if that was just something that you see on TV. Um, it's definitely true with some specialties, um, surgeons, most of the time. Not all. I mean, I have some good friends that are doctors. I respect all the doctors I work with. Um, but yeah, they can get that. And I find it actually with newer, like younger doctors. I feel like maybe they're less secure because they're just starting out and they have less experience. So they feel the need to like diminish what we do, I guess, um, or kind of give themselves like an air of, you know, I'm in charge. But a lot of our older doctors that I've worked with for over a decade, you know, they show us a lot of respect and they talk to us like equals. So I think it's a little bit of a generational thing also. Um, Cause I've seen a lot of changes with like the personalities of nurses too, like on the younger spectrum. But I feel like I don't want to make a blanket statement that they're all sure. <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody's ever anything at always I, that's one of the, yeah. the things that i live but by but it's common <laughs> just say that it's common have you ever fucked any doctors i have not at work like not doctors i work with i did once but he was like leaving um and he had actually pursued me for a while uh so i finally finally fucked him because he was leaving i just don't you know hospitals are like very very gossipy. Everybody knows your business. So, you know, I don't want to open up that can of worms where I work. What's your doctor count? Uh, four. I would love to talk to you about masturbation. Are you okay talking about that subject? Sure. 
How many times a week would you say that you masturbate? <laughs> uh, let me think. Like on average, daily, I'd say maybe twice a day. Sometimes way more than that. Depends on, you know, how I'm feeling. So maybe like at least 20 times a week, I would say. Do you have sex toys? Oh, yeah. A lot. <laughs> what is your favorite and why? Uh, my favorite is one of the newer ones that I have. It's um, it's like one of those rose things, but it has a tongue on it. So it's on one side, it's like a clit sucker, but it has this big tongue in the middle. And then the other end is like a bullet, a vibrating bullet that you put inside, um, which I barely even use the bullet side. But that tongue makes me come in like under 30 seconds, like no lie, 30 seconds. So if I need, you know, if I want like a quick release or I don't have a lot of time to sit around an edge, I'll use that. Um, otherwise, I go for the Hitachi wand and I've burned out like five of them. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that one's probably up there. It's one of my favorites. I overuse it. Um, I had one of my, well, my primary partner, um, I had him restrained and was using the wand on him. I I mean, I have like 15 foot ceilings in my apartment, but if I didn't, he definitely would have hit the ceiling. Uh, it was it was like a, a phenomenal uh, cum shot. <laughs> and he was seeing stars, so he's definitely a fan of that toy as well. <laughs> Do you watch porn? No, not really. I... I mean, on occasion, I've watched um, porn in the past, but I don't really need it to get me going. I'm like, at baseline, I'm pretty much always horny. So um, sometimes, like, out of curiosity, I'll watch something, but it's not really my thing. So you're literally, like, right now, three seconds away from fucking yourself at any time. Yeah. <laughs> When masturbating toy-free, what is the perfect number of fingers? Uh, I like two. What do you do with those fingers? Uh, usually, you know, rub my clit until I'm ready to squirt and put my fingers inside and finish finish myself off like that. Do you have a mattress protector underneath your bed? Oh, God, yeah. I have... Um, a mattress protector. I have uh, squirt blankets that I got from Amazon. Um, someone actually recommended puppy pads. <laughs> so I might get those too because I've started to kind of uh, wear down the blankets at this point. But they have rubber on the back of them and I've gone right through them the last couple of times. So, you know. Have you ever masturbated in public? Um, Like in a car. Yeah. Not. In you know, not in so much full view of everyone, but, uh, yeah, back during, like, um, when COVID was really big, I was working two jobs, so I'd have, like, very little time in between those two jobs. Um, so I would masturbate, like, before or after my shift in my car just to, like, you know, get it done. <laughs> so I thought maybe you were driving while you were doing it. Sometimes I do. Occasionally I'll just, you know, have my tits out, play with them, touch myself a little bit if I'm sitting in traffic, you know. 
I mean, it's always there, so I figure why not. So I'd like to play a little game with you. Are you okay with that? Sure. Flicking the bean. I will tell you ways that women have told me that they've masturbated, and you will tell me if you've done it or not. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Pillow humping. I've done that when I was younger. Not so much now. The bathtub faucet. Um, I have a jacuzzi tub, so yeah, those jets. I'll use those sometimes. A shower head. Yeah, the handheld one. Yep. Yeah. A washing machine. No, I've never gotten that one. I don't. I don't think they shake enough to really get me off. An electric toothbrush. Oh my god, I have done that out of desperation. Yeah, <laughs> when I was I was probably like in high school and I didn't have any sex toys yet, but I uh, guess I was feeling the vibration of it and just figured this will work, and it did. Took a while, but it worked. A motorcycle or any other motorized vehicle? Uh, no. Edge rubbing. Mm, yeah, I've done that. Hands free. Uh, yeah, I have some of those. Um, what are they called? I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, I have some of the little remote controlled ones. Of uses, I don't. I don't prefer those honestly, but horseback riding. <laughs> no. The last time I rode a horse, I was terrified, <laughs> so I wasn't really uh, trying to accomplish anything else but staying on the horse. <laughs> and that was flicking the Bean. You were talking about not having sex toys when you were younger. Do you remember your first sex toy that you ever bought? Uh, yeah, where did I? I, like, vaguely remember um, getting some catalog. I don't even know where I got it from. Um, I probably got it from like my best friend had two older brothers growing up. So I probably had found it, you know, in her house somewhere, but, um, no, you know, what? I didn't order anything from there. Where did I get my first one? I think I was like in college actually. Like once I had, you know, like a credit card to buy things online, <laughs> and I finally bought them because I was too, I was raised really, uh, like, sheltered and uh, very, like, shame-based, um, that kind of thing when it came to sex. So I wasn't really one to walk into a store and, like, buy anything. Um, now I have no problem, obviously. But I think that was part of the reason why I was, like, didn't really have a sexual awakening until later. Like fully awake. But the first time you got that toy, you cracked it open and it made you come. I bet it was pretty amazing. Yeah, that was, I distinctly remember. Um, it was in college in my dorm before my roommate had moved in. And I just, it was like the opening weekend, you know, when everybody moves in and there's no class or anything like that. And yeah, I pretty much like masturbated all day. <laughs> all day. 
while I had the privacy of the room to myself. You know, if you're a sexual person, some people aren't that into it. But for me, yeah, that's a huge uh, self-care thing for me. I'd like to talk to you about your sexual history. Are you okay with that? Mm -hmm. At what age did you lose your virginity? Um, 16. Was it a positive experience? No, it wasn't. It was consensual, but um, he... Uh, we did anal also. Well, I was that's, totally a hell, that's a hell of a thing to sign up for your first time. Well, I didn't exactly sign up for that portion of it, but uh, it was St. Patrick's Day. I was uh, in the, uh, I was at a house party and I was drinking these like 9% beers from Poland. And uh, so that had a lot to do with the decision making, I guess. Um, yeah, so I got my first uh, sex related UTI, which was great. And I had no idea what was going on. I thought that I was dying. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. But uh, yeah, it was not the best experience for me. Um, I don't think I had sex for like another year after that. Because it was, you know, not, not a positive experience. Tell me about the first time that you came face to face with a hard cock. Was it that situation or was there one before that? Uh, there was before that I had given blowjobs like earlier what were your thoughts the first time that you saw a hard cock um I was like curious and interested of about like what I should do to it um but I was also excited about it how many times a month would you say you have sex um hmm. on a good week uh, sometimes, I mean, sometimes my sex drive is like waxes and wanes to the point where, well, it doesn't really wane, honestly, but, uh, sometimes it's like in overdrive. So I could go three to five times a day, um, or more, but in general, like, because I live by myself, so I don't have it, you know, right, readily available. I'd say probably 10 times a week, maybe. If I can, <laughs> I do have a couple of, like trusted uh, friends that do drive-bys here. Yeah, you know, dig drive-by. Yeah, I mean, like any hour of the day or night, because I have a, I work night shift, so I have a weird schedule. So they all know that I'm usually like home during the day, um, or at least you know not working during the day. It's convenient. <laughs> they just come over on their lunch break and fuck my throat and leave. You're so damn romantic. Um... <laughs> I can be, but like not every day. That's what I like. I don't know. <laughs> Does size matter? Um, the only, I was just talking to somebody about this last night. The only, uh, expectation I have on size is that I want it to get all the way down my throat, basically. Um, other than that, I honestly, I would take, uh, throat fucking over regular sex any day I think most of the time so I'm not I wouldn't say I'm like a size queen but I do I do really love the challenge of getting a, a larger cock down my throat have you ever faked an orgasm yeah why um mostly more so when I was younger now 
I'm less inclined to feed into the ego of a man just because I feel bad. Um, but, you know, when I was younger and I wasn't really as competent with like verbalizing what I needed and things like that, um, I just felt like maybe I'm not always going to come, you know, and I kind of, uh, kind of accepted that, I guess, just as, I mean, I guess like societally, I had gotten the impression that, you know, sex was more for men, mm -hmm. um, before I really started to like figure out what I liked and, you know, looked at the experiences and, um, you know, experiences of other people and kind of got more of a, more of an idea of what I needed out of sex and that it should be enjoyable for me too, <laughs> all the time, not just once in a while. Um, so, but I have faked it just because I don't want to have that awkward conversation of, you know, you didn't make me come, you could not find my clit to save your life. Um, those conversations are hard for me sometimes. Hey everybody, it's Dr. T. Let's take a deep dive into the world of pleasure tech. Oh yes, we're talking about the game-changing device known as the Motor Bunny. Buckle up, or should I say saddle up, because this is going to be one wild ride. So what is the Motor Bunny you say? Well, picture this. It's a straddle-style sex machine that's engineered to deliver earth-shattering orgasms. Oh, and did I mention you can enjoy this solo or with a partner? That's right, let's share the love. Now I know what you're asking, what sets this apart from its competitors? Well, first off, it's extremely affordable. Second off, it's teeming with features. Not only does it have a range of attachments for you to experiment with, but it also boasts app integration. That's right, control the pleasure from your smartphone. Imagine the fun and all the long distance possibilities. In terms of versatility, it can be customized with an array of attachments. Most of these include insertable components for that satisfying internal stimulation. In other words, this machine is your personal playground. However, what really catches my eye is the comparison with its closest rival, the Sibian. Not only is the Motor Bunny superior quality, but also more technically advanced. And the cherry on top, it costs so much less. So you're getting more bang, pun absolutely intended, for your buck. If you're looking to elevate your pleasure game, the Motor Bunny is like having a VIP ticket to the Orgasm Olympics. Whether you're riding solo or spicing things up with a partner, this machine is the pleasure tech you didn't know you needed so bad. Motor Bunny is teaming up with Inside the Mind of Sex to offer our listeners an amazing discount. Go to MotorBunny.com and when you check out, use the promo code INSIDE to get a nice, thick discount off your order. That's MotorBunny.com, promo code INSIDE. Hey, happy riding. So you said that you would much rather get your face fucked than get your pussy fucked. Most of the time, yeah. Can you come from that? Uh, I get really close. Um, it's funny because, you know, when I meet guys before we have sex i will say like i am really into blowjobs i love cock worship it makes me it turns me on it makes me wet you know whatever and most guys 
are skeptical of it. Um, but then, you know, they'll fuck my throat, come on my face, whatever. And then they'll touch my pussy. They'll be like, oh my God, you're like dripping wet. I'm, I told you. So usually as soon as they leave, I'm like <laughs> coming, <laughs> but I don't get all the way there, but I probably could maybe if I really concentrated, but I really focus on the giving the pleasure, honestly. I was going to say, could you masturbate while you did that and maybe get the best of both worlds? I have, but it's kind of the same feeling that I have about 69, which yeah. people love to ask me to do. Um, I find that it's hard for me to come that way because I'm not focusing on like the feelings that I'm mm -hmm. receiving. I'm focusing on like, I love this feeling of this cock down my throat. You know, let me lick his balls more. Like I just like focus on that. And I would rather just, I mean, I can multitask, but I feel like I don't want to rush it. You know, they're both like, I feel like they're separate things and they should be, there should be like the same amount of attention given to both. So you said you're straight, but have you ever actually had sex with a woman? Uh, no, just like um, like fingering, stuff like that, like at a party in college. But, um, you know, I've like kissed girls and stuff like that. But um, the thought of like licking a vagina doesn't really um, do anything for me. What is your bra size? Uh, I'm a 42G right now. So I had, um, I've been, they've been fluctuating a bit. So right now I've settled at a 42 G. Have you ever flashed in public? Yeah. I mean, I've been to Mardi Gras a few times. So. I bet you don't leave without all the beads. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where else have I done it? I don't, I mean, I've been topless on the beach and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, not, it's not a topless beach, but. You know, I just, uh, I don't know. I used to really hate my boobs because they were, you know, because they're natural. And I always had this like beauty standard in my head of like fake, big, round, perfect tits. And now I've come to kind of embrace them a little more. Um, so I really like to show them off anyway. And honestly, when I was younger, I thought that guys wouldn't like my boobs because you know I've I was like a double d cup by the time I was in seventh grade so they're always you know obviously gravity um because they've always been large and heavy so I was kind of self-conscious about them uh my younger years but then I realized uh majority of guys would rather see them hang <laughs> have you had sex or an orgasm today um this morning, yeah, I did. Just one? Uh, yeah, because I was out of town with somebody, um, and he was leaving for an early flight, and I was leaving for the train to come back to Philly, so uh, we fucked at, like, 5 a.m., and then, you know, peaced out. What's the most amount of orgasms you've ever had in one day? I think I've lost, I've kept count up to, like, 15. And I think like maybe five to eight of those will be in one sitting, like one session. You know, those are the days where I'll just play with myself constantly. So it's just like back to back to back. Have you ever soaked through the bed? I 
definitely soaked through uh, my old mattress, yeah, before I realized um, just how <laughs> how much I was able to squirt. What's the shortest amount of time you've known a person and then fucked them? Um, I mean, known as in known in person or like talked online or, or what? Really just whatever you, whatever you think it means. Uh, I mean, I've definitely had some completely anonymous encounters. Um, but most of the time nowadays, I feel like it's not that safe anymore to be as sexually free and uninhibited as I would like to be, you know, uh, like I would love to just walk up to somebody on the street and fuck them, but there's just too many, (laughs) too many risks out there now, but yeah, I've, uh, I guess, um, the, the one really anonymous encounter I had was uh, we were just talking online, but I had never seen him or anything like that. And I actually, to this day, have not ever seen his face, which I find really hot because I could pass him on the street at any time and not even know. But he would know. <laughs> that gets me off. Have you ever been to a glory hole? Um, no, I didn't do a glory hole. I've been to like adult theaters, but... Again, I feel the same way with the glory holes. It's just, I just get too nervous about, you know, anonymous stuff, STDs and all that. So, but I would like to, actually my uh, partner and I were talking about like setting up where he would set up a glory hole for me, like in a hotel or, you know, wherever, um, where I wouldn't know them, but he can kind of like vet them ahead of time. That's what we do with like group parties. So I would, I would love to do that, but, but then again, I really like the eye contact. So I feel like I would be, I'd be over the glory hole thing probably in like five minutes. I really like to watch a guy's reaction and I love to give them the eye contact because sometimes that's what you need to get over the edge for some guys. Have you ever fucked in public? Yeah, I have. Um, I, when I was in Maui, I, uh, you know, blew this guy on the beach and then we fucked on the beach. Um, it wasn't, I mean, there were people there, not like super close to us, but, uh, I've kind of been just like starting to get into the public sex thing. Mm -hmm. I think part of me is still kind of like reserved or like nervous about it, mostly because of the job that I have, you know, if I got arrested for that most likely to lose my job. So I mean, the, I fan, yeah. the, fa- the fantasy aspect of this is great until you get caught and then it's right. not, yeah. then it's not. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. about come? Uh, I enjoy it. <laughs> Where do you want it? Uh, usually on my face. Um, sometimes I like, uh, when a guy will come right down my throat, but then I like to see, you know, the fruits of my labor all over my face and dripping down onto my tits and they get a kick out of it. So I used to hate facials. I don't, I thought they were degrading like when I was younger. Um, but now it's like the number one thing I ask for most of the time. 
I love that feeling of, uh, I, I don't know, it's just like a feeling of somebody like uncontrollably releasing themselves onto you and just like the warmth hits me and um, I just really, I love it. <laughs> I usually wind up getting it in my eye, which I have to be better about that. But um, yeah, I love, love come. Did you get a facial this morning? Uh, no, he actually came down my throat. Like we were fucking, he took the condom off, put it in my mouth and I finished him that way. Tell me about the first time that you ever squirted. Uh, okay. So that was, um, it was kind of like a discreet tender thing. Um, he, he, I, we're not in contact and, you know, so this story wouldn't bother him cause he won't know. Um, he is married Well, he was, I don't talk to him now, but we met on Tinder. Uh, you know, he said basically what most married guys say when they want to have sex with you, you know, I'm in a sexless marriage, blah, blah, blah. So we met up at a hotel it was on a Sunday. Um, he, I guess had nerves. He said he hadn't done it in a while, like with anyone but his wife. So he couldn't, he had like trouble staying hard. Um, so we kind of like, you know, he brought a bottle of bourbon and we sat and drank bourbon and we watched football and, you know, he just played with me. And then he was like, you know, can I just play with you? And I said, yeah. So he was like fingering me and I like felt this feeling and I'm like, I, I was like, wait, I have to go to the bathroom. And he's like, no, 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 just, he's like, just go with it. Just go with it. And then I'm looking at, he's like, oh, you didn't even tell me you were a squirter. I was like, what? <laughs> I was amazed um so yeah he made me squirt like for a couple hours after that and it was it unlocked a whole new uh a whole new side of sex for me so I'm like I've never talked to him again really I think I talked to him maybe once but uh I've always been like really grateful to him for that because um I mean maybe I would have figured it out eventually but um yeah did, did that eventually uh, make him hard enough to fuck you no, you know what? The poor guy. I think between that, the nerves, and then the bourbon, it was like game over. Have you ever had a threesome, foursome, or moresome? Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. What's the what's what's a lot? What's the a lot? Uh, I mean, usually at my gangbangs, um, Usually 12 or so guys will confirm and then like four of them will bail 30 minutes before. So we usually wind up with like eight guys. Um, and then I was at like a private sex party uh, one time and I probably got fucked by like 15 guys there. Did you enjoy that? Oh my God. Yeah. I like for the longest time have been trying to set up either like a gangbang or just like a train of like 50 guys which is like probably crazy but I don't know maybe I'd tap out halfway but I'd love to see like how much I could handle <laughs> basically so your goal is to fuck 50 guys in one night uh I would like to <laughs> yes I I feel like um I would just want to have like myself i would just want to be restrained like have my spreader bar and pretty much just like helpless little fuck toy um and just let like you know guys just 
one after another. And the mac the masochism angle of it, mm-hmm. even if it started to hurt, would that be good? Um, I do like a lot a little bit of pain. Yeah. Um I don't need it all the time to get me off, but it definitely intensifies my orgasms. Choking, spanking, like, you know, stuff like that. I don't like a lot of biting. Uh, some guys are into that and uh, I don't really care for that like particular sensation. Um, but the choking thing, real big for me. And spanking, like hard spanking. Do you have a racial preference when it comes to sex partners? Mm, not particularly. I feel like in general, I'm more attracted to like white guys, but mostly because I have like a older like daddy complex. So it's usually like a, uh, um, I'm trying to think of somebody that would be like similar type of who I like, but basically like an older dad who they're not that older than me now because I'm getting older, but uh, you know, like mid fifties, silver hair, daddy type. So, but I've been with different races too. Is slut a bad word? No. Do you consider? I think it used to be. Because it used to be a weaponized word. But I think in the past maybe decade or so, um, you know, sexually free women have like kind of taken it back and said, yeah, I'm a slut. (laughs) I'm proud of it. So... (laughs) You know, I'm not hurting anybody. It's not illegal. So I think it, I think it's a good thing. I love to be called a slut. I think that's what I have my uh, on my fat life. I think that's my kinkster type or whatever on there. So you enjoy when a guy calls you a dirty little slut? Mm-hmm. Come slut. Yeah. Dirty slut. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But is there a point where it crosses the line and becomes degrading and you don't like it? Um, not that word specifically, but um, I don't like like really heavy degradation. Um, so usually, I mean, we'll talk about that beforehand, but I'm usually okay with most things. There's been a couple things like uh, I don't like to be called like a pig and stuff like that. I mean, some women like get off on that. I'm not knocking it at all. Um, but for me personally, it makes me, (laughs) makes me like really self-conscious of my body, even though it's not like directed at me that way. Um, that's just like how I internalize it. So I prefer not to be called those terms, but slut definitely love that. Other than a 50 guy gangbang, what else is on your sex bucket list? Um, so, okay. There's this, uh, there's this woman I follow on FET and she owns, um, I guess it's like a, I don't know if it's like a bed and breakfast or like an Airbnb type of thing. Um, but she basically has like a free use policy. Uh, so guys will like book a stay. Um, there could be like any number of guys at any time. And they just have free use of her at all times. And that's like one of my biggest fantasies. And I actually had been offered that before, uh, but it didn't pan out. It was um, this guy I'd been uh, kind of hooking up with for a little bit. He like has a, like a lake house basically. Uh, And he said, 
you know, would you want to come up for a weekend? And just, you know, me and like five of my buddies would be there and we would just kind of share you all weekend. And I was like, yes, absolutely. I would love that. <laughs> but it just didn't, it didn't work out. He moved out of the area. We just couldn't like make it happen before he left. But it's still like near the top of my list at this point. I just love like the feeling of being used um, like consensually, but like sometimes non-consensually. <laughs> consensually non-consensual yeah since this is anonymous i mean it's not really but since this is anonymous can you tell me yeah. your biggest sexual secret hashtag no judgment uh, i fucked a teacher it's kind of uh kind of tame i guess <laughs> did you get an a <laughs> it was like a uh what class did he even teach? <laughs> that was algebra or something. I think I got probably a B. I don't know. What dick. <laughs> I would like to thank tonight's guest. Nurse loves to squirt. She has been open and honest, and she has given us just a tiny peek inside the mind of her sex. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Did you have fun? Yeah, I did. Right, it was that. fun. I was nervous, but it was fun. Are you ready to share your unique experiences and help others feel accepted in their own sexual journeys? Then we want you to be a guest on Inside the Mind of Sex. Our podcast is a safe and open space to discuss all things related to sexuality, and we want to hear from you. If you're 18 or older and interested in being a guest on our show, please reach out to us at guest at insidethemindofsex.com. That's guest at insidethemindofsex.com. Let's start a meaningful conversation together.